Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the podcast series. I'm, of course, your host with the most feel better, the mogul himself, and I'm today very happy to have the alpha female herself of the Alpha Female Chronicle podcast, Lindsay Philip Augustin. Lindsay, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, Lindsay, uh, I enjoyed a little talk before the show started, getting to know that you were kind of rushing to get here. So, uh, thank you so much for taking that time, you know, rushing from your nine to five to be here and, uh, take the time to let me learn about you and your podcast. Um, I have a little, you know, intro here, a little bio that you sent me, but I want you to introduce you to yourself to the audience, let them know a bit about you and, uh, why you're here. All right. Well, my name is Lindsay Philippe Auguste. I'm... Um, in Montreal. I'm an author, I'm a content creator, and a podcast host and producer um, for the Alpha Female Chronicles podcast. Um, I had the privilege of publishing my first book two years ago. Um, It's a poetry collection, the Alpha Female Chronicles poetry collection. Um, You'll see the link between the podcast and the book. Um, I've been, I've been writing as a passion for many years now. Um, although I do have a nine to five, um, it's important for me to have a creative outlet and the poetry collection allowed me to have that as well as the podcast. So, yeah. I love that. So the, obviously the podcast came after the book was written. Um, yes. so was the podcast, was the writing the book or the reason why you wanted the podcast or was there something more you wanted to do with that podcast? Like, why did you start your podcast? I started my podcast to complement the poetry collection. So let me first talk about the origin story of the poetry yes, collection. Yes, let's, let's go back to this start. <laughs> let's go back to the primary primordial ooze if you will the beginning of the podcast how or the story of you so let's go let's go back to the beginning so back in 2007 i started a blog and that blog was called random thoughts of an alpha female and that was a creative outlet that i used um post breakup not to get into too many details (laughs) but um I kind of had been contemplating publishing a blog at the time. It was, it was very, how how can I say this? It was very trendy. Blogs were very trendy back Mm -hmm. in 2007. And I was kind of toying with the idea of creating one. And I was like, who's going to read it? Are people going to get me? Because the reason why it was called random thoughts of an alpha female is because I have a lot of random thoughts. Right. So I was hesitating. Um, about like publishing, um, whether they were poems or any type of blog post, like, and to put it out there. But I summed up the courage and I started writing regularly on my blog and it, it became my creative outlet. At the time I was studying English literature at Concordia. So I was writing essays all the time and I was kind of sick of it. I wanted to write about things that I, that I actually cared about. <laughs> So um, that's why the blog existed. And over the years, I published a lot of poems. So many years after that, um, I guess my passion for blogging waned a little bit. 
but I wanted to kind of transform it and put it on a different platform. So I decided to pick some of my favorite poems that I had published and even some that I had never published. I decided to put them all together in a book, in a poetry collection. So I started working on that project in late 2019, uh, not knowing that in 2020, <laughs> the world would fall apart. Um, <laughs> um, so the book was published in September 2020. And during like the first phase of the pandemic, um, I lost my job, which was great for me because I started working on my podcast. Um, I had a lot of time to work to plan everything out for the podcast, the first episodes, to um, uh, book guests. Most of my guests are my friends, which is fine. And really, um, the point of the podcast was, of course, to help promote my book, but also to generate conversations. Um, I, I, love, I love to have conversations with people. I love exchanging with people. Um, I... I used to study communications in CEGEP. Um, I love journalism and I love doing interviews. So doing the podcast allowed me to combine so many passions, talking about literature, doing like literary analysis of my poems with my guests and exchanging <laughs> with them and just having another point of view. And also the point of the Alpha Female Chronicles is to show different aspects of what it means to be an alpha female. I think a lot of people have a negative interpretation of what an alpha female is. I want to show like the good, the bad, and the not so cute sides of being an alpha female. The, the go-getter, driven, overachiever, um, imposter syndrome, anxiety attacks, um, all of that. All of that. And I want to discuss that with my guests and I make sure to also have a male guest, male guests on my show, just so we can have like a, a full perspective of a topic and not just have the perspective of an alpha female, like having a bunch of alpha females talking about like, yes, I'm an overachiever and I love it. No, like we need to weigh like the, the opinion. The yin and the yang. <laughs> exactly. Have, the, have that discourse because someone sees something a little different from a yes. different perspective and allowing that to grow and create a better understanding. No, I Absolutely. love that. Yes. So that's, that's how the podcast came to be. Um, it was all thanks to the blog I created back in 2007. So back when you started your blog, the random thoughts of an alpha female, did you, did you have any goals? Like, did you say, Hey, I hope to one day maybe publish in a book or did, was it just like, this is something I'm going to just try and see if it, it's a great outlet for me? I always dreamed of being a published author, of making, like, writing, like, like writing, like, um, as a career, right? So having the blog allowed me to just write about anything and to kind of try things, right? I, I had never written like blog posts before. That's a different format. It's more of a free form than writing literary analysis on sonnets or doing comparative literature. It's like, I'm the boss. I decide what I wanna write about, you know? I'm the editor. I'm the publisher, I'm the editor, I'm the author. 
And to have that control, that's something that I always um, longed to have. Um, I guess during that season of my life, I was trying to figure out who I was or more to reassert who I was and to kind of celebrate all my, like, my, um, my flaws and everything about me, like the good and the bad. It was, for me, a journey in a way of self-rediscovery and to be able to have, like, archives of that. Sometimes I, I go back <laughs> and read some of my old posts and I'm like, wow, I was going through it. Okay. Um, I went through a lot. Um, so that blog to me was more than just a creative outlet, but it was, it was a platform for me to kind of expose my thoughts and this in like, in the same thing, in the same way, like people were able to read and relate. And that's what I, I find the most gratifying is knowing that there are readers out there they read my stuff and they can relate. So, um, yeah. No, I love it. Um, and now with the podcast, you have another level of connectivity you mm -hmm. have with them because they get to hear you dissect your own poems and get other opinions on how, uh, and your pieces of art. I love that. Um, <laughs> have you gotten feedback from your audience about uh, the style of your podcast? I have. Um, the the um, what I've gotten so far on um, the feedback is that it's very it's very natural right it's a it's just a conversation and that was mm -hmm. the whole point that was the point having a conversation I wanted every episode to feel like it's like you with your friends talking about something and there's a camera and a microphone <laughs> 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 There's just this like a, a thing in front of you recording yeah. everything you say. So you have yes. to choose, do, do you choose your words wisely or you're yes. open, but that's great with, with podcasting, since you're still new, but you've been in the blogging, I'm not sure if that's on my end, uh, that beeping anyways, uh, or with the blogging world, you've been there a, a while. If you have a tip for maybe people in the, in the one to three year range have who started podcasting a tip maybe for them to help them grow to the next level uh do you have anything for them i would say to jot down all the ideas they have whether they're good or bad because from from that list you can pick some subjects for podcast episodes it can be about anything and just like brainstorm and don't be afraid to write down the most far-fetched ideas because you can develop them afterwards, right? You just want to start with something. And I think maybe for many podcasters, the biggest challenge is just to get started. I know that was my challenge, to get started, because there can be a lot of overthinking. You want it to be perfect. You want you want to have the right equipment. You want to have like the best like topics. You want to have the right guests. Just start with something. Write any idea you have. Listen to other podcasts to inspire you. But I would say like don't overthink it. Start with one idea. It starts with one thing. And never mind if you don't have the best equipment. Like I 
record my episodes on Zoom. You know, like I started recording episodes during the pandemic, like, and nobody was going nowhere. So we all had Zoom. So that's the thing. I know you can, like, as when people want to start doing a podcast, they feel like there are too many roadblocks for them to get started. And not just in terms of like resources or equipment, but it can just be about confidence as well. Um, I know I was I was kind of terrified of like showing my face because <laughs> I write, you yeah. know. I, you I have tried. that. You have that. Still that anonymity because no one knows who you are. They may know your name, yes, but they don't know your face or Absolutely. your voice in this regard. Absolutely. So, allowing myself to be even more vulnerable because yes, when you're blogging or when you're writing, you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable to a degree. But when you're actually like on camera and people listen to your voice, you know, you can, you can feel self-conscious, but that shouldn't stop anyone from doing a podcast if they want to, you know, I know it's like, it, it can be for some, the biggest hurdle to overcome, like, um, confidence level or just feeling like, do I have anything to say to these people out there? Like, will people care? Um, does like does my voice matter? And I think it's important to feel that yes, your voice does matter, and you do have a story to tell. So we sh- like we should not let these hurdles stop us from creating stuff, especially like podcasters. Like, just write down your ideas, whatever they may be, and you have a voice, and it, it needs to be heard. I like that. I'm going to definitely clip that and share that out. It's an amazing <laughs> clip. Um, editors, uh, make sure you clip that out. Um, uh, in your in your journey as a podcaster, and must be interesting dissecting your own pieces of literature. Yes. Yes, it is. It's weird because I'm used to dissecting other works of literature, right? Um, so to kind of... I guess dig deeper because the 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 in some way I thought the hardest part was writing down whatever I went through. And to be honest, not everything that I wrote was like super deep. <laughs> you know, like not everything. It was deep at the deep. moment when I wrote it. It was, it was the, the deepest thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, at the moment, like writing it down, it was very cathartic for me. And then um, when I read it, and when I have to analyze it during an episode and like the beauty of um i guess literature and also the podcast is that although like i can maybe like target one theme in a poem guests can maybe like see something else another theme so to see um that what i write has so many i guess facets that can be dissected. That's kind of cool. Um, so, but definitely, it can be difficult to to read some of the poems that are I've written in the past, um, in like in specific seasons of my life, and to kind of um, have flashbacks of what was happening and to feel these emotions once again, but with um, a more mature perspective. Um, it's, it's interesting. It's like, it can be therapeutic. Um, 
in a way um but i've it's 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 so weird to see like how much I, i've grown since i've written some of these poems because um the poems in my collection they date from 2008 to i think uh, 2018 so a span of 10 years right a lot of things happened in 10 years you know i graduated yeah, university person. biologically you're a whole new person every seven years you become a new person so yeah yeah so the, the person that I was in 20, like 2007 has completely evolved into another, a whole new woman by the yeah. time 2018 rolled is so. A decade later, gee, yeah. 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 And then you're looking at it nearly half a decade later, you're looking back at it with more mature eyes than that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, do you, do you feel that your vulnerability you end up showing in the episodes uh, from analyzing it and kind of sharing what you were kind of going through with your guests and that, do you believe that it helps grow your show? Absolutely. It shows, yeah. Absolutely. I'm all about just um, being your authentic self unapologetically. And that was what I was trying to do with my blog what I wanted to do with my poetry collection and the podcast because and I, I don't want to get too deep here, <laughs> but um, growing up, I felt that um, I had to fit a mold. I had to act a certain way, think a certain way. And I never felt like I would fit into that mold. So I felt, I always felt kind of odd. Like I knew I had quirks. I had passions, but I, I was never able to fully express myself the way that I really wanted it to, you know, mm -hmm. and having a blog, writing my poetry and having the podcast is allowing me to just show like all, all sides of who I am, you know, and sometimes, you know, I get, I get irritated. Um, I'm opinionated, um, you know, and I, I show all these aspects and I allow myself to be vulnerable and talk about maybe some of the most difficult seasons of my life to talk about it with my, with my guests. Um, like I mentioned, many of my guests are my friends. So some of them like have lived through these experiences with me. So they have a sense of how, how I overcame some, some hurdles or difficulties, but you know, I, in my podcast, I'm able to kind of dig in a bit deeper. And I think that's what's helping me connect with my audience. I love that. I, love that. I just, I think it's amazing because uh, a few, a uh, couple episodes ago, I had someone who was like echoing another podcaster that was echoing that vulnerability. The more he was vulnerable, he saw his numbers grow. And then I was interested in me because your podcast is a direct vulnerability. You're sharing um, your your blog posts with the audience, the poems that you wrote when you were at your deepest, darkest moments, or even at your highest highs. Mm -hmm. You're sharing this, and on top of it, you're dissecting it mm -hmm. with kind of like a cold surgical analysis, <laughs> if you will, with your guests. Yeah, be it with your friends, but, but they're adding this different viewpoint on it because it, some of them, like you said, they were going through it with you, mm -hmm. and they can can collaborate or can say, "Hey, we couldn't even tell you we're going through these these issues until." 
reading this work. So yeah, it's uh, hats off to you for being that vulnerable. Thank you. I, I don't think I could be that vulnerable. Uh, I'm barely vulnerable with my therapist as it is. So <laughs> you going the next level is seeking discomfort on a new level. Um, I want to know with your episodes, with your whole show, um, there must have been a moment that you're like solidified. Yeah, this is why I'm podcasting. Mm-hmm. Could be a get a, a cl- uh, an audience member reaching out or something like that. Do you care to share one of those with us? Absolutely. Um, there's one episode um, where I had the privilege of having a a therapist, um, a black therapist, a Haitian therapist. So um, I'm Haitian. So um, <laughs> to me, that was like, like the epitome of like, oh my gosh, like we can talk about like real things. We can dig deep. Um, and um, I had one of my guests, uh, one of my good friends as a guest as well for that episode. And we basically got a free therapy session. <laughs> and we had like, we, like, we got tools like coping we learned coping skills and coping tools and we were discussing like um i guess some of the the burdens that we have as black women as haitian women in like a modern world um all the challenges that we face and we like i'm a big proponent of self-care and that's something i discuss a lot in my podcast and we were able to discuss self-care for black women in that episode and at the end of the episode, me and my friend, we were just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like we felt like rejuvenated. It was amazing. And I'm so grateful for that guest. Um, that's, that's one of the, I guess, it really is one of the highlights so far of my podcast. I love it. No, that is a, that, that must've been just, first of all, getting the free service, I, that is just yes, yes that must have been just like yes, yes. <laughs> like just happiness all it was, over it was great because i had been following her for a while on instagram and she posts like affirmations and i was just so happy to find a haitian therapist and like wow okay and she's based in boston so um i'm sure there are, i'm sure there are i'm hoping there are haitian therapists in montreal but just to I'm, be able to I'm connect with one, sure. <laughs> I, yes. I hope so. I hope so. But um, to be able to connect with one, and and also she was able to share like um, some of it, some of the stuff that she went through, like um, you know, as a woman, like going through life and facing different kind of different kinds of challenges. So it wasn't only her telling us. So what do you think? No, no, she was sharing like some of her experiences and. This was really one of my favorite, like one of my favorite episodes so far. I love it. I love it. Um, Lindsay, um, we're coming up to the end of the episode and this is, these are the two last questions I always ask. And I hate, hate coming to the end of the episode because I have to say (laughs) goodbye to my guests and I'm having such a fun time uh, listening to your story and learning more about some of the amazing people on your podcast because I'm going to jump over and listen to more episodes. But (laughs) I would love to know, is there a podcast that you recommend to your friends to listen to? Like if someone comes up to you, Hey, I heard of this thing called podcasts. Um, <laughs> it, do you have any, I should listen to like, what's your one that you uh, go to or one that you like to share? Uh, one of my favorite podcasts is leave your mark by Elisa Licht. She used to work for Donna Karen when I started blogging and she was 
the I guess the the face like she worked in PR she was like senior VP of PR and her and her team created this character um which was the DKNY PR girl and she had like an avatar or whatever and she would tweet a lot that's when I started following her um and over the years she released a book called leave your mark and it's very career oriented and she talks about how she ended up working in, in fashion but not just that like she kind of details like steps to like getting ahead in your career and picking the right career and I think it was a few years after she launched her book she published her book she launched her podcast and every episode um, she interviews someone in the industry and they talk about how they started their careers, um, every detour that they had in their careers. And basically this podcast can help anyone who wants to transition into another career, someone who wants to kind of forge ahead in their, um, in their current career and want to know how to go about it. Um, I love that podcast because of the guests, for sure, the conversations that she has with the guests, but also the insights that they share. Um, insights on many different industries. Some are in the tech industry, fashion. Um, some are um, artists. They work in the film industry. Um, all kinds of creatives and not so creatives. There are some people in finance and all of that. So it's interesting to learn about their journey. And there are so many takeaways in every episode. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and I've had the privilege of meeting Elisa Licht. Uh, I think it was two years ago. She, um, she, she offers, um, I guess she creates these online seminars at times. And uh, I was able to attend one of those. It was like a free online seminar for people who were looking, um, either were looking for jobs, had been recently unemployed or, um, or want to venture into another industry. So it was a small group and we were able to talk, ask her questions and that like, I was, I was over the moon. So yeah, leave your mark. There you go. I'm definitely going to go pick, go start listening to that and then probably pick up the book as well. Uh, Cause that's always something you want to do is uh, leave your mark. Um, the final question uh, of the podcast before I allow you to promote yourself, which is uh, <laughs> something I offer all my guests um, is from the game spark by seek discomfort. They're a great uh, company that gets people to look outside their comfort zone. Um, and so the question today is, describe your greatest moment of internal discomfort. My greatest moment of internal discomfort. discomfort. Hmm. Greatest moment of internal discomfort. Um, that's a very, very good question. And that can be related to the podcast. Anything you want. Anything. If you want to do it with podcasting, oh related to the podcast. Oh, yeah, we'll do right. it with podcasts. We'll do it with a podcast. <laughs> Just to keep it niche to keep you uh, not going off into a whole place and trying to decide your whole life. But something in podcasting. Now. I think it was putting the podcast out there on YouTube. 
and and all the other like digital platforms because it made it real, right? That it's one thing to record episodes, yeah, <laughs> but you got to publish them and let people watch and see and dissect everything. You know, that was to me that that was. That when I when I would think about it, it would make me kind of uncomfortable because again, I like to hide behind my words, right? Yeah. So to put myself out there, like to actually publish it, to actually like create a YouTube channel, make the videos public, promote these episodes on social media, and <laughs> promote like previews so people see my face, they hear my voice, you know. That was, it's, it can be like, you know, terrifying, but you know, I overcame that. And you know, it had to happen because the, the podcast had to live, right? It had yeah. to exist. So putting it out there, making it like real, I guess that was, it was a bit uncomfortable. Yes. We're thankful that you did it uh, because without your podcast there, we wouldn't be able to hear your beautiful poetry and look at it in a new light. So Lindsay, I'm going to jump off the screen here. I'm going to give you the chance to let my audience know where they can find you, how they can follow you, support you and all that wonderful jazz. So uh, the floor is yours. All right. You can visit my YouTube channel, Alpha Female Chronicles. You can watch, you can binge watch both seasons of the podcast. You can also check out my website, alphafemalechronicles.ca.ca because .com was not available for some reason. You can also check me out on Instagram at Lindsay, L-I-N-S-A-Y underscore four, no D in my first name. And you'll see all the latest posts. Um, and not just that, you can see some of the previews of um, episodes, of some of the poems in my book. You can purchase the Alpha Female Chronicles Poetry Collection on the Friesen Press website. There's also a link on my website to purchase it. You can purchase a copy or even the ebook. So you can see that on the Friesen Press website or on my website, alphafemalechronicles.ca. You can listen to my podcast on Spotify, Google, and Apple. The Apple, the Alpha Female Chronicles podcast. Awesome! Thank you so much, Lindsay, for being a guest on the show. I I can't thank you enough for sharing all that amazing tips and being so vulnerable with us and sharing your show with us. Well, thank you for having me. I had a blast. Awesome! Love to hear that, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, my audience, you know the spiel you can find all the the links in the show notes down below please go support this amazing podcaster if you want to hear some vulnerabilities in the world which i think we need a lot more of and i'm glad we have Lindsay here doing that with her alpha pod uh, alpha female chronicle podcast I'll, it's a, it's a mouthful it's a it mouthful. is but it's a great podcast and i'm <laughs> looking forward to listening to some more so remember my audience as always invest in yourself Thank you.